Welcome to the Purposeful Life Podcast, a podcast designed for the woman who desires to live out her wildest dreams. Everyone has a purpose in life, and within that purpose lies a unique talent just waiting to be expressed and shared with the world. I'm your host, Nora Knajian, Certified Health and Wellness Coach. I can't wait to talk all things wellness, lifestyle, psychology, and current events that impact our well-being with you. Welcome, Amanda. I'm so, so happy that you are on this week's episode. Full disclaimer, you are actually my first podcast guest on my episode. So my podcast is really new. I know. I didn't tell you that. OMG. <laughs> I'm podcast, so excited. Yeah, I launched it last year in the midst of a pandemic. So I love it. I am so honored that you are here today. Amanda is amazing, 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 amazing. You can find her information at Amanda Fry on Instagram or AmandaFry.com, who works with women around the world, helping them overcome hurt from heartbreak so they can step into new beginnings, walk in wholeness, and be who God created them to be freely and fully. Amanda is passionate about people, healing, words, walking in wholeness, living a life fully alive, life transformation, and traveling the world to make a difference in the lives of others. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you um, just for having me. And I can't believe I'm the first guest. Like, what? That's amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm just honored to be here and just super excited to share a little bit more about, you know, the journey that God has taken me on and just life and all that good stuff. So I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. My friends and like other peers have asked to be on my podcast and their time is going to come. But my previous episode, if you guys tuned in, is on relationships. And when I met Amanda and heard about the work that she does, I was like, well, this just is a part two of what I was already discussing and and even more. So I was just like, all right, friends, you're on hold. I've got some (laughs) internet spirit sisters on here I need, I need them to I need them to push through and God wanted it this way so we're here yeah yes here we are it was a divine appointment oh I love that oh I'm gonna start using that from now on yeah I girl like it. I like yes. it. so Amanda tell me more about your journey as a nurse to entrepreneur yeah um so yeah like I said I graduated college like five or six years ago and I started out in the nursing field, working with pediatric kids in hospitals. And I just always felt in my heart, like you said, I have a heart to just serve. I just love other people. And so I love being able to help others. Um, but I've never, I never felt like nursing was the final destination. I really felt like there was just something more. I've always been this, like, I feel like I've always had an entrepreneurial heart, like, ever since I was born, just looking back on my life, I'm like, wow, I feel like I've always been trying to like start different businesses without even like realizing it. But, you know, I never really thought that, you know, God would launch me into this, into the entrepreneurial world fully. But, you know, I just knew in my heart, like when I had started nursing probably two years in, I was like, I just know this isn't it. Um, I enjoy nursing and I, I think I honor nurses. I have so many friends that are nurses, but it just in my heart and my passion, I was more in this how I kind of describe it. It's it's funny how God just works through our lives, but I always have had a heart for healing, 
but because of my personal story, I've had more of a heart for the internal heart healing. And so nursing is healing, right? But it's more of the um, physical. And I think that's amazing. But I've, I just always was like, I have a heart for people's hearts. Uh, and so I, I feel like through this journey, God has within the last year, so it's very new that I'm stepping into the entrepreneurial world and really starting this coaching business. And um, the business is called Breath of Life. Um, but, you know, God really was calling me and transitioning me to really help work with women one-on-one and help them to heal their hearts. Um, so it's all about, you know, heal, like healing, but it's more of the internal, the heart healing um, that, you know, as we live in a broken world and things happen and we go through heartbreak, um, it's so necessary that we have people that are able to help us walk through the healing process. Because I think sometimes too, in this world, we don't realize the importance of the internal because we live in such a society where it's such an external like it's all about what what we can see, and so I, I think you know through my own personal sto- story, I realized that wow, like healing in your heart is so important because in the in the Word of God it says everything we do flows from our heart. So that's kind of where I got this con- this con- this um concept of really taking in the the opportunity to work with women and help them to really heal their hearts so that their lives could be whole just kind of transitioned the healing of, you know, what I did as a nurse into more focusing on the internal side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just to piggyback off what you said, it is a broken world. We operate not thinking that we need to nurture our heart first. And I just, when you were saying that, I was thinking of countless examples of when I felt burnt out and I was still putting on a show. Uh, going to work, doing the things. And it was kind of this routine, but my heart wasn't in it. And my audience knows I left the corporate world in May because my heart was in it. So I was doing hard work, but not hard work. And, yes. And it was just, it's so relatable. And how amazing that you are this like beacon of light to educate women on healing the heart. Maybe they don't even know that that was even a problem um, because we so easily go to Google and like, okay, I feel anxious. Well, it could be a million things, but I think it's this one. And then we just try different remedies and, you know, maybe go to doctors and try a bunch of things and it might not work. And it could be, I mean, countless things, but it could be not healing your own heart first. Mm -hmm. And then lifting that shield and seeing like, oh, wow, there is light around in the world and there is good. And you just see kind of like a perspective shift once you feel good. Yes. Yeah, girl. No, I couldn't have said it that better. I think that's exactly it too. Like we don't realize the importance of really healing our heart because as you like when your heart isn't like there's so many layers to our hearts. And as I've learned through this journey and my own heal like like healing journey is that you're always on a healing journey. But God wants us to live in fullness and not live with being weighed down by the things of this world, by the brokenness, by the anxiety, by the depression. Um, It says in John 10, 10, that, you know, uh, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I, Jesus, has come to give us life and give it in the full, the fullness. So that's just not life in eternity. That's life here. And God wants that for us. But I think sometimes we don't, because we're so externally driven. um, We don't realize the importance of like, 
what's the fullness of life comes when we when our hearts are whole when we're wholehearted and we've taken the time to really heal our hearts and allow God into that process because I always say he's the ultimate healer like he the Holy Spirit knows your heart like they, the, God knows what you need and what you need to hear and how you need to heal so I think you know just even along those lines like that's what breath of life is it's taking the faith and allowing the Holy Spirit in to help and then also the tools right and and to help take both of them, bring them together and help truly transform someone's heart and then ultimately their whole life. I love yeah. that. I love that you're, you are co-creating this business and this life with God, our creator, your creator. And yeah. what a blessing to be able to do that and to do that so young. I mean, I don't know your age, but you, you look very young and, <laughs> and it's just amazing to find co-coaches and just peers or just fellow entrepreneurs that are faith-based. I know we briefly touched upon it when we spoke earlier that it's challenging, especially in the coaching industry, because of the new age postmodern influence that other um, coaches in the industry practice. I for sure struggled with that when I first started my business because the friends I had then, and I still do, though we have different beliefs and that's okay. I didn't resonate fully with their faith journey. And when I needed spiritual guidance and support, I have support from family, you know, my boyfriend, friends, but trusting myself needed to be through trusting God and I needed God. So fast forward, you know, a year and a half, whatever, I like started to network with fellow Christian entrepreneurs and that's how I met you. And and it's amazing to have that um, faith similarities uh, because that's when, you know, things get chaotic. That's what we have to lean on and there's our fellow sisters and brothers in Christ. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for our friendship here and for the listeners yeah. to get an influence of what life is like as a Christian entrepreneur and coach. So yeah no i love i love it and i think too just kind of to hit off the you know some of the new age stuff and and just in the coaching world um i just really feel sometimes i i always tell people like a life with god is like so full like i think sometimes we think because we we live in this world where a lot of times it's religion and it's not like a relationship so that's what i'm i'm, I'm huge on too and like breath of life is really teaching people like how to have a relationship with the living God, because the thing about, you know, I think new age stuff and then actually having a relationship with the living God who created us um, is there's so much depth. Like there's so much more depth in a relationship and really just building that with Christ um, instead of just the surface level. I think sometimes we see people influ in influencers in the world that, you know, may not be, you know, in, you know, have a relationship with, with the living God and they look like they're doing great, right. On the surface. But I think when you, and this is why I always, I love heart. I love heart, you know, because when you actually take off those layers, it's like, you see like really deep down inside there, there's hurt, there's brokenness, because like I said, it just comes back to like the ultimate healer is Jesus. So like when we bring him into our lives and into our entrepreneurship journeys and into whatever, we're doing in and through our life, being a mom, being a wife, whatever it is, 
there's so much more depth. He takes us deeper. He wants us to heal. He wants us to be whole. And he, you know, allows us to just live a life that is, it's not just, it's not fake or like surface level. It's very deep. It's real. And I just love being able to meet other people who are on a similar journey because that's like what relationship is is right like it's just having genuine real authentic connection because life is hard and i think through having that similarity of faith and believing in you know god um that it just brings relationships to another level and it brings them deeper i can see how important your faith is in your business how has your faith played a role in your life and business I would say, you know, it's the foundation of my whole life, um, you know, kind of a little bit to backtrack here, just so ever, so your listeners have an idea of kind of where I came from. You know, I was not always a Christian. I actually grew up in a Catholic family, um, and it was very much more of a religious spirit, religious, you know, doing, just doing the rules. It was never about relationship with God. And so that actually pushed me really far away from God. Like, I feel like I've always believed in God, but I didn't want anything to do with God because for me growing up, it was a very strict household. It was all about rules. And I I was like, I want to live my life. I want to have fun. And I felt like God was putting me in this box and I had to be perfect And God was actually going to take away the fun and the adventure in my life, Um, which then, you know, fast forward, I went through high school and college and then coming out of college, I had just gone through a lot of heartbreak, a lot, a lot of heartbreak. And I was at a very, very low place in, in my life. And I knew deep in my heart that there was something more. I knew that God had something more. I knew that my life, like there had to be more to life, right? There had to be more, but I was just so at a low place, a very dark place. And I just remember thinking, if my heart gets broken one more time, like, I don't think I can go on. Like I was just in a very, 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 very dark place. And so it was through that dark place that God reached out to me and said, Amanda, I need you to let go and let God. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I was like, I have no other choice. Like I had not, I had tried everything else. I had gone to self-help books. I had done all of the, I don't know, new age kind of stuff. And it wasn't working. You know, I was still in this very, I guess, depressed place. And um, I was like, all right, Lord, this is the hardest thing I've ever had done to do. But like, I have nowhere else to turn. And so it was through that very dark place that God reached out. I took hold of his hand. I chose to, to, he never forces us, but I chose to say, okay, okay, God, what, like, what does this mean? And as I did that, he just took a hold of my heart and my life and just truly transformed my entire life from the inside out, starting with my heart, he healed. And, you know, so ever since then, I would say it's been a few years now, but my whole life has just built, been built on the foundation of faith because I've seen both sides and I've seen it without God and I've seen life with God in complete control at the center. And my life has been so much more full of adventure and of like, it's been crazy the things that God has done in and through my life. Um, and my life is way more fun than it was when I wasn't living, you know, with um, God. So yeah, so I would say, you know, in my business and just in life in general, like the Lord has become my core, the center of my life. And I've built my life on him. And it's been an amazing adventure every step. I knew that was going to be a potent question. When you said let go and let God as you were explaining your 
faith and how it's, you've incorporated and how it's really transformed your life. I got like full body chills and tears in my eyes because it's so relatable sometimes. And I have my battles of my own. I, I grew up in an Armenian Orthodox household, which is very similar to the Catholic beliefs. And I'm still part of that community. I see the traditions that sometimes I either don't understand slash want to agree with versus the more modern Christianity that I'm seeing with friends when I like talk about them and whatever denomination people are, it's Jesus Christ is the center. And, yes. and when we embody our faith in Jesus in our lives, that is what shows. It doesn't matter if you grew up Catholic. It doesn't matter if you grew up Orthodox or Evangelical or whatever. If going to church is the only thing you're doing and leaving and then whatever, then you're doing a disservice to God and yourself. And, yes. and I, I I think about that and I check myself, you know, from time to time. Of like, okay, I went to church. I sing in the choir with my family. Well, was I in it or was I just going through the motions? Okay, God, I have some work to do. I'm, I need to come closer. I need to read more. I need to, I need to do the work because he's always there. It's us that turn away. And um, having that cross on our shoulders as Christians, it's challenging because we're called to be the salt and light and to inspire others. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm like the least worthy to do that. Cause I'm like, I sometimes listen to rap and like sometimes a bad word comes out and I'm like, not the greatest example but my foundation is my faith and yes. we're not asked to be perfect. That's a Christianity that I can't relate to. <laughs> like that's not yeah. it. And so often we're introduced to that superficial almost version of Christianity. That's so un unattainable that people are turned off by it. Yeah. And a previous pastor actually had mentioned like Christians are the reason why people don't like Christianity. I'm like, yeah. Whoa. So that could be me. So Wait, I fit into that box. So what do I need to work on? And it is good because it is it is true. You can't preach something and then live another life. And though we're not in, we're not perfect, and no one's asking us to be, it's acknowledging like, ooh, because I'm this imperfect, God, I need you, Jesus, exactly. I need you in my heart. Yes, girl. I love talking about God. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I know. Same. No, and I think yeah, just you know, kind of hit out that. I totally agree. I think. Mm -hmm the thing about it is like when you're in a relationship with God, it's real, right? And like people want to see the real, like raw us, like, you know, me and you, and, and it's not about being perfect. It's not about having this perfect picture. You know, God is, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and the rest will be added to you. I think Matthew 6, 33. And um, I just love that verse because in my heart, it's become, you know, just my, my guiding scripture because it's like, just seek God's heart. That's all. He doesn't ask you to be perfect. He doesn't want you to be perfect. We live in a broken world. We're not perfect people, um, but just seek his heart, seek after like wanting to be in a relationship with him and the rest will take care of itself. He will guide you. Your faith journey is just so inspiring and so relatable. And I hope the people that are listening to this can relate to some degree and uh, we invite you on that spiritual journey. We invite you to explore faith in Jesus and see what that does for you in your life. See how that transforms you. And if this is something that is new to you, please reach out to me or Amanda. There's so many Christian communities that you can find and be a part of if you don't have that in your physical local community. It's an amazing journey and we 
humbly invite you in on that. Yes, definitely. What has been the greatest lesson you've learned in your career so far? What would you like to share with us? Oh man, that's a good one. Um, Honestly, as a career as a whole, I think sometimes uh, we in this in our society feel like we have to pick one lane and this has to be it. It has to be this linear thing. And it's like, I'm a nurse and I'm going to be a nurse for the rest of my life. And I feel like the word career kind of uh, gives us this idea of this is what supposed to look like. I have this one career and this is what I'm doing. But I think through my journey, I've realized that a career is, it can be many things and it doesn't have to be almost like career. I put almost like to replace career with call, like the call or the callings that God has placed over your, over your life. And I like to look at it more in that aspect um, then because I think career is like I have to do this I have to go to school for this and if I go to school and pay all the all this money I'm I have to be I'm stuck you know quote unquote stuck doing this for the rest of my life and I just feel like that it, it puts so much pressure and stress and anxiety on us that is not necessary and I think you know you can have multiple careers or callings in your life you know so I think through this journey, you know, I guess I went to school, I got my nursing degree, and uh, I'm still paying loans back. But I, God is transitioning me into a different career path. And I'm okay with that. And, and although it's not what I really envisioned or really thought, I, I really did feel like, oh, I'm going to nursing school, and I'm going to be a nurse, you know. Um, and then as I got into it, you know, I, I just learning to be okay with realizing that, you know, this maybe isn't for me, this isn't what this isn't my full passion and this isn't what you know i want to do for my entire life and although i spent a lot of money and years on it that's okay like being okay with accepting that and just trusting that god is gonna has the perfect plan and it's okay if you went to school and, and you're feeling like i don't know if this is really what i want to do my whole spend my whole life doing and so just giving ourselves grace to feel like it's okay. Like it doesn't have to be a linear path. Your career doesn't have to be this. I go to school. I do. I do this, and I stay in this lane. Um, I think that that is that brings a lot of pressure and stress. Whereas I think it's okay just to take a deep breath, relax, and say it's okay. Like if if I'm gonna allow myself to go where God is leading, where my heart desires to 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 go, and just trusting that journey and that process. It's that trust process and whatever career choice we chose, because right after high school, whatever the ACT, going to college, you're already picking yeah. boxes. It's it was so much pressure, that career. You're so right. As you were saying that word, I'm like, ugh, ugh, like cringe. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. our vocabulary has so much to do with like how we feel towards it. And when you say calling, it's like, OK, my calling can change and or it could transform to something else and that feels lighter that feels welcoming and inspiring and and i totally re relate with that um because like you my calling changed um i was fortunate to get a job right out of college and then you know working in the public health sector in like the corporate wellness department of a hospital i learned so many things i met so many amazing people i needed to do that to do what i'm doing now because Grace. nobody knows anything about business unless you went to business school. You just have a passion. Like, I don't know, like, the numbers game and what I need to do and marketing and all that. I just do what I'm good at and what I want to do and what I love doing. Everything else you hire out or 
it just falls into place because we have that trust in God that it's going to work out. Yes. I, I can't imagine being on this journey and not having faith because that would have broke me when I doubted myself. When people would ask questions of like, how are you going to make this work? I didn't have a strategic plan. It all works out. Like you said, having that trust in God. Um, mm-hmm. So good. So then that leads me, what is an advice or a piece of advice you'd give to someone starting out in your calling or any calling that they might have? Yeah, I think, you know, specifically talking about entrepreneurship, uh, just to kind of, you know, this leads so nicely into it, but um, as what you just said is just having that trust because entrepreneurship is, it's a trust journey. Like I, I realized that like, I would never be able to be an entrepreneur if I didn't have a trust in God and know that I felt like God was calling me to do this and step out and do, and do this because I didn't go to business school. I hate marketing. Oh my gosh. I want to hire out someone to market for me. I'm like, this is not for me, but you know, um, I think just trusting God through the whole process. And just, if you feel like entrepreneurship is a call over your life, if you are, um, if you just, you have this dream of creating and, and wanting to do something, you know, bigger than just, I don't know, just the traditional go to school and, you know, go and stay in this career for your entire life. Like go, like just lean on God and allow him to guide you. Uh, through the process because entrepreneurship is very different for every person. It looks very different. It's not really a step-by-step, this is what you do, A, B, C, D. So if you're type A like me, you got to learn to just let go of that control and just really trusting the process and trusting God that he ultimately, he's guiding you. He's for you. He's not against you. Um, He's faithful. And if you feel like he's calling you to step out into that, I would just say, seriously, do it. Because although the journey isn't always easy, knowing that God is always with you and uh, leading you through it um, on the days where it's really hard and in the external, it doesn't look good. Just trusting that the supernatural is a lining right now and it will come to pass in the natural if you continue to just show up and just trust. So true. There were times when I was thinking about quitting my job and then I was like, well, hold up, leave like benefits and a steady paycheck and, you know, guaranteed like money at the end of the month to the unknown is so intimidating, which makes sense that a lot of people do that. And it's sometimes like you, you feel crazy. I felt crazy. I felt it's so insane. But I knew that because I was not fulfilled, my heart wasn't full. I just didn't have anything to pour. I was pouring out of an empty cup. Uh, there were times where I would, my boyfriend like turned into my therapist because I was just venting to him. And I'm like, okay, I'm talking to God, venting to him. What do I need to do? And it was just like, you need to walk away. You're going to figure that out. If it's if at the worst case scenario, what you want to do doesn't work out. You can find a job elsewhere with a steady paycheck and you know, whatever. I had to trust that it was going to work out and something a previous mentor of mine had said, who's also a friend is because I texted her as soon as I walked away from my corporate job, she's like, well, welcome to entrepreneurship where all your insecurities and limiting beliefs will surface. And within that, it's like, I fell into this hole (laughs) and I was like, Whoa, (laughs) wait, hold on. What am I doing? What is this? Like, this is going to work out. And something you said that stuck out to me the most is 
you trust God to trust the process. Like you trust God and then it's going to work out. When I doubted God, when I doubted myself, I seek external validation. And I, I seeked it from my parents. I seeked it from my boyfriend. And at times like that still comes up for me. When you have your faith in God, when you have faith in yourself, right? Because to trust yourself, you need to trust God. When that is compromise it's so easy for you to look at well i need this validation from something else from somewhere else and and if you don't get it then you feel discouraged and sometimes you blame those people like there were times where i struggled if like my boyfriend didn't you know see eye to eye with my vision or you know my parents were like are you sure that's gonna work out i'm like i don't know but i need to believe that it does and like if they they their doubts were protecting me but i manifested them as you don't believe in me. You don't think I can do it. And that was just like a spiral. So I had to trust God to make this work. So that message definitely speaks out to me. And still, sometimes I, I need that reminder. Yeah. And I think that that's so, that's so good. And so we, I think trust saying here, listening, you know, just, just trust, trust God. It's, it's, it's easy to say, but it's not always easy to walk out and do. Um, you know, there has been, and it's so funny we're talking about this because I really am in the transition of I'm about to walk away from my full-time nursing job um, at the end of this year. And there's been a lot of surface time, but I keep going back and forth. Like, should I really do this? Should I not? Because, you know, I think that's the whole thing with, you know, entrepreneurship. And especially when you're doing entrepreneurship with God is it's not going to look like what the world says it should look like. Oh, you should, you should, you know, have this, your ABCD in alignment before you quit your job. It doesn't always look, it's not always going to look like that. It's especially with God, because he's going to call you to trust and you can't trust God if you're in a comfortable position. So God calls us out of comfort into uncomfort, because then that requires us to trust in him. Why would we need to trust in God or rely on God when we're comfortable, when everything's in a line, when we can control it all? I mean, we don't, right? So I think in this journey of entrepreneurship and especially, you know, pairing it with faith, like get, I, I feel like God has been telling me, get used to being uncomfortable because that's where growth happens. That's where growth in our relationship with God, ha- God happens. That's where growth in just our entire life happens when we're uncomfortable and we have to trust in God. Um, and he just takes us to that next level. He's always trying to take us higher and so he, there's always more through Jesus, but we have to be okay with being uncomfortable and leaning on him and trusting him through the entire pro- the entire uh, process. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh my gosh. That is so good. I'm so happy that we're doing this because I think I needed to hear that message. I know there are people in my audience that needed to hear that message. And that's just the Holy Spirit talking through you for that. So like that just... Uh, so message well received. Thank you for that. Yes, of course. Yeah. So many times, um, I just lost straight of thought. Maybe it wasn't important. <laughs> God's like, you know what? The she Holy just, Spirit she is just did a mic drop and we're going to leave it at that. Wow. Okay. I'm like blown away right now. <laughs> he was just like, Nora, that's nice. You had thoughts. Just stop right there. <laughs> we're going to let the audience receive that message and we're going to move forward. <laughs> Just take it in. It'll come back to me later. But um, I wanted to know, because I love watching like those um, Instagram stories or like YouTube videos 
of like morning routines. They're like, okay, let's do some journaling or whatever. I'm so intrigued. What does your morning routine look like? That self-control to be able to be disciplined enough to keep yourself on. Stay scheduled because entrepreneurship is solely on you showing up, you deciding to get out of bed, you deciding to actually post that post, you deciding to, to reach out to those, you know, different audiences or whatever it may look like. Um, but so I think having a morning routine is so good. And so for me, I'm like old fashioned and I love planners. So I still do the, the whole planner thing and I write down, but I really do. I'm a type A person. And so I really schedule out like my whole day. It keeps me in that rhythm and that routine of actually staying on track and getting the things that I need to get done with. And so I usually wake up in the morning and I think most of the time I always start with worship. I used to just feel like, you know, I have to sit down and read this devotional and read my Bible. And it got me into this place of feeling like I had to do it. And it, it placed me in this kind of box and it kind of placed God in a box. Like I had to do it at this time and in this way. And it wasn't me seeking the heart of God. It was me. It kind of turned into this thing of me just doing it because I felt like I had to do it mm -hmm. and so I always tell I always tell people tell, tell, tell people one of the best things to do is just worship because worship if you wake up and you don't put I don't I try my best not to put a time to to it so I'll wake up at six and I'll just turn on worship music and for me I sit on the floor and I just I just start worshiping I just however that looks like to, to you but I just start Singing the words, I like to close my eyes so I can connect with God and just what he wants to speak to me and just set the tone for that day. But I don't like to put my morning routine in this, like, yes, I have like an overall, you know, okay, this is what, I, what I'm going to do. But like, I don't put it in this box of like, I have to do this and I have to do it this way and it has to look like this because then that's placing God in a box. And sometimes he just wants to lead you in a different way um so i just start with worship and i just let the lord speak to me through worshiping and just uh, i usually end up going into like prayer and just letting the holy spirit really lead me to set the intentions for that day because ultimately god knows what you're going to deal with through the day he knows what you're going to deal with through the whole week and so if you allow him that space to just lead you then he's going to be able to prepare you for what's ahead and so that's just my way of just starting my mornings every day, just in worship and just saying, Holy Spirit, meet me right here. My heart is open. It's surrendered. I just need to receive. I'm desperate for you and for your presence and for what you have for me today. And just kind of letting God speak to me. And then, you know, after that, being able to be intentional with the rest of my, my day and what, you know, I need to get done. Oh, I love that. And sometimes simply just, you know, putting one foot forward, God will help you put the next one forward. Just like you have to lean in first because he's already there. It's like, I always picture God, like he's got, he's got his hand out reaching to us. And then we're just like, okay, whenever we're ready, we'll grab it. Exactly. Whenever you're ready, my child, just grab it whenever. You sure you got it? Cause you're struggling. You can just reach, you're right there. You're just right there. You gotta want it. And then just play the music and then everything will fall through, so. Yeah, I think too, just well, that it's just setting the intentions right for the day, you know, like however you start your day, you're, it's truly gonna be affected probably throughout the entire day. So if you start your day just in that, 
like peaceful, like Lord, just meet me here. You know what I need for this day. I, I'm ready to receive that. Then it's like you set your day, the intentions are good and you're ready to, you know, to go. That's our purpose. Yeah. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? What would you tell her? Oh, that's such a good one. I think if I went back and told my 18 year old self a piece of advice is I would tell her that be who God has called you to be. Um, I think when I was 18, I was so insecure. I had no confidence in myself. I actually hated myself. I would look in the mirror. I just didn't like the way I looked. I would pick myself apart. And I, you know, at this point in my life, I, I believed in God, like I said, but I didn't have a relationship with God. I was definitely very much seeking after the things of this world. And to the point where I just, everywhere I would go, I was so insecure. I did not have any confidence, like literally zero. And I think, you know, going when I was 18, you know, I was getting ready to go into college and everything I did was for someone else. It was to impress other people. It was to make sure I felt validated. I always was seeking after friends that I thought would be, make me cool. Um, I always, you know, was seeking after things to, you know, help me feel more secure, but I was seeking in the wrong places. I was seeking in the world and it really just actually tore me down and made me feel less. And so I think just tell, I would go back and tell my, my 18 year old self that Amanda, you are so loved. Like God loves you and he's chosen you and he sees you and your value just the way you are. And you don't have to try to impress other people because God's already impressed with you. And so I would tell myself that those truths, speak those truths over myself and just know that God's already chosen me and I just have to be who he's created me to be and whole place people around me that accept me and love me for that. Seeking external validation when your heart is yearning for something deeper and that's love with god and your your creator and having that connection sometimes when i feel disconnected with god i feel disconnected with myself and it's so amazing every single time that's yes. exactly how i feel and then the doubt and then the insecurities and then the lack of trust surfaces and listening to you say that to your 18 year old self is so so relatable and i think well, i honestly am convinced that we're all more relatable to one another than we think we're different. Um, yeah. Other than like our external, maybe and cultural or whatever. It's like our innate human nature is to be seen, be accepted, have a community. Exactly. Yeah, I resonate with that message for your 18 year old self and to think how far you've come now. Yeah, no, it's seriously all glory to God. Like I would never be here at this point. Like God truly does a transforming work in our hearts when we allow him in and we we take that step of cur of courage. And I think this just kind of loops everything all, all together, but that's truly how Breath of Life was like born because I believe that, you know, my heart was hurt and so broken from the way that I grew up and just the things that I had experienced and that allowed, that made me feel like I was never worthy enough. Mm -hmm. 
I, I wasn't good enough and that I didn't, you know, I wasn't seen, I wasn't heard. And so it was through allowing God in and saying, Lord, like I'm hurt, I'm broken. I need heart healing. Like I need that deep heart. Heal. I need inner heart healing and allowing him to do that and take me on that journey um, is what, how, why I am and who I, who I am today. I am who I am today because of the great I am. And that's what I always say. And so I think that's, you know, that's the heart behind Breath of Life is helping others be able to experience that same transformation. Um, because I know what it feels like to literally hate yourself. And that's not a good feeling. And that's not what God wants for any of his sons or daughters. Yeah. Tell me about the most influential people in your life and how they've impacted you. As God has transformed me and has I allowed him into my life and I, you know, had let go and let God, you know, he started to place those individuals in my life. And he, um, you know, like I think a lot of the people that I started looking up to were just other mentors who have taken this kind of journey of just faith and blending it with business and um, being able to bring ministry into the marketplace and so I think um, as far as where I am in this journey of my life, like I have mentors that, you know, have done similar things, like they have placed God first um, and they've been able to, to truly blend their faith and bring, you know, a ministry into the marketplace, which is so necessary, I think. Um, and so just looking up to those individuals, and I think just the most important thing is, you know, as you're stepping into wherever God is leading you, I believe that he wants mentors for you because he doesn't want us to walk and, and journey you know this life alone so just um trusting that god will bring those people that inspire you and that um can be mentors to you as he leads you where he wants you to go um and just trusting that he will because entrepreneurship and just you know building a business can feel lonely at times but i believe that god doesn't want us to do it alone the the great thing about the technology we have, I've been able to connect with quite a few mentors um, through that live all the way across the country. But because of the technology we have, you know, they've been mentors to me. I've been able to work with them and they've been able to help me go in the direction that I believe God is calling me to me to go. So, um, yeah, I think like those are the people right now in my life that really inspire me to just keep going and to not give up, but to continue to show up. Yeah. I feel so, thank you for sharing that. I feel so blessed to be able to do the coaching and entrepreneurship journey with having such a resourceful asset like the internet and technology and the fact that, you know, we can have this discussion on Zoom mm -hmm. with a mic, projecting it onto a podcast, record, you know, it's like there's so many opportunities right now that I can't imagine going on this journey and not having that. Because when yeah. I think of my in, like immediate community, I don't know about you, but like I felt like trying to do the entrepreneurship journey and coaching, I was limited because there aren't people like even my closest friends who really understand what I want to do. But having the online space is so much easier to connect with people, to have the mentors, and you just are in a broader community that. So that's yeah. so important. 
No, I 100% agree. Yeah, that's right. I think, you know, like the people who are immediate, the physical connections that I have here in my, in my community, they're amazing. But that I feel like a lot of times, you know, they're not on the same journey. Like they're not on the similar journey that God is taking me on. And so it's hard to relate and help. I feel like a lot of times they don't always understand. And so it's so, I'm so grateful for the internet because thank you, Jesus, for placing people who are on a very similar path and who understand because you want people who understand what you're going through, you know, so that you can relate to them, connect with them and just bond with them through the ups and the downs. Right. It's so easy for you to kind of be alone you're never really alone obviously like if you have faith in god you know that you're not alone but like in that material world feeling others don't understand maybe this isn't for me you need a network that and we're blessed to have that in the internet space so that way we can you know meet new friends online and everything so Um, you know, really pray and ask if this is where God wants you because when times get hard and when you become unmotivated, you always have to go back to your why. And it has to be a strong why. If it's not a strong, a strong why, you're going to find yourself wanting to give up. Because like we talked about, entrepreneurship isn't an easy path. It's not a straight line. Um, and so there are a lot of highs and lows. And I think for me, like I said, every single time that I've been building breath of life and I've been like, man, I want to give up. Um, you know, I, I just go back to my why and I'm like, God called me to create this business. God has given me gifts. Like he's purposed me for this position. Like I can't give up. You know, if God is on my side and he has called me and this is my calling in this season of life, then I have to keep going. And that's just, you know, when things get hard, that is my strong why. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so true. If you if you have a strong why and it's inspiring you to do something more, then you trust, you have to trust that other people need it too. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. And even just to kind of hit off one more thing that came to mind is also just, I think as an entrepreneur, is your heart in the right place? Because for me, it's like, my heart as an entrepreneur is for people. Like I'm not here for myself, for my own gain, for my own fame. Like I'm here truly to be a bridge for other people so that people can, people who are hurt and who are heartbroken can walk across this bridge called breath of life and enter in into this new, you know, um, new beginnings, as I like to call it, they can enter into this life transformation um, and really be on a completely different side of where they were. So I think even just your why is behind why you're creating this business. Like, are you creating it for yourself, for your own fame, for your own? Are you creating it to truly help other people um, in whatever way God has called you to help them and to serve them? Because that's what Jesus did, right? He came to this earth and he served others. He came to serve and not to be served. So I think as entrepreneurs, like it, what's your motives? Where, where's your heart at? Are you, are you coming to, to serve others? Or are you coming to be served? Yeah. Oh, that is so true. There was times when I had first started my business and I hired mentors and most of the coaching industry of mentors are business coaches. Um, and I kind of like piggybacked off like their methods and what they did and like how they either marketed themselves or spoke and everything. And I, I knew that I didn't fully want to be like them, like their, their business and like, just 
the fame of it. Um, I think that I was really distracted with what I wanted, maybe not knowing and just being naive to like the online space of coaching and what that would look like. So I would be inspired by previous mentors or, you know, friends in the coaching industry. And I felt so discouraged because I felt like everyone was competing to be the next Tony Robbins or like competing to be, you know, the six figure mentor or whatever. And I, I know that's not what I wanted because I just wanted to help people. And there's mm-hmm. a, there's a song. It's, it's a, uh, it's a worship song that I'm drawing a blank on the name, but every time I listen to it, I cry because it it's saying like, I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes yeah. and you're nodding, you know, you, you probably know that. Song too. Song. Yeah. And it's, it's so true because our ego tells us, oh, you have to be big. You have to have a lot of followers. You have to be, you know, signing clients every week. You have to do this. You have to do that. And it's like, well, if you're just helping one person or two people and it's coming from the heart yes. and they need it, well, who cares? You're, you're not, you're not going to die with the money that you have. Like you're going to, you're going to die with how they remember you and how you help them having your why and remembering God on that journey and bringing him with is going to help you grow, um, your business grow and all the things. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So good. Yeah. Thank you. You You were speaking to me as you were sharing. I was like, yes, preach. I need this. (laughs) Good. So how do you maintain your health and wellness? What what helps me is actually, you know, even joining, you know, investing in yourself is a huge thing. I think sometimes we, we, we don't feel like we need to invest in ourselves, but like, honestly, if you want to grow, if you want to, you know, become who God has always called you to to become, you have to invest in, in yourself. You can't just sit there and, think that it's going to happen right so I think that just goes with investing in you know your health and wellness investing in a coach investing in like it is God places people along your path for you to say yes invest in so that you can then get to the other side of the bridge right so for me I think it's really important to invest in personal training or I also do circuits so I invest in a a coach who does uh, fitness circuits and I go to those classes um and those just hold me accountable to be able to get to where, you know, I want to go and to keep my health a priority. Um, because like I said, it's important. Like our God does care about the physical too. Like our bodies are our temples. We have one and we don't, you know, take care of the one body. Like it's a blessing to be healthy, um, especially coming from working with kids in the hospital and seeing some of the things. Um, so don't take it for, for granted. But yeah, I always just you know, health and wellness is a huge a part of my life. And so I just make sure to stay on top of it by investing and to help hold myself account, uh, uh, accountable. Yeah, 100%. And I love that you're using the term investing because it's not an expense, right? There, it's nope. not, you're investing because you are an investment. Like you're making that because you know the ROI is going to come back tenfold. If you're taking and nurturing your body and taking care of your body, of course, ideally, like the path is you live a longer life. That way you can help more people and you can enjoy your life and be healthy and not have problems, ideally, right? So I love that you're using investment because that's true. You're investing in your in your body. And that's what's your vehicle to get you through everything else in life. So exactly. yes, so good. Thank you for sharing that. 
So I want to hear about some offers that you might have for my uh, for my audience and see if there are any ways that they can work with you and how they can do that. Yeah, of course. So yeah, as you know, Breath of Life is the business that um, I am currently, you know, building. And I did just launch a course recently. It's called The Three Steps to Finding Him. And, you know, my whole uh, business is to help other people really be healthy and whole on the other side so that they can have a healthy and whole life. And that includes relationships. So a lot of times as women, we, we desire to be married. We desire to want to have that person to do life with. But I don't believe that God wants us to be in a relationship for the wrong reasons. So Breath of Life is helping people heal, you know, heal all the parts so they can be wholehearted and enter into a relationship for the right reasons. Um, and that starts with building the right relationship first, receiving internal heart healing and, you know, going from there. So I have a self-paced course and it's called Three Days to Finding Him. And it is, normally the price is 99, but right now it's for $27. And so that's a self-paced course. But then I also have options to work one-on-one with me. So I have one-on-one inner heart healing coaching sessions um and those are like kind of the i would say the inner the intermediate between the course and then the and then the, that offer and then the last offer i have is the restore program and it's a three-month program very intense um you work one-on-one with me you have you know a session every single week um, but then you also have learning um through a website and through a through my like um thinkific it's called so you do your own learning you dive deep you answer questions you do homework because i'm all about activating with action so you don't overcome where you're at by just hearing you have to actually do so um that that program kind of combines you know the one-on-one coaching but then also activating and doing yourself to overcome where you're at to overcome the hurt to be able to enter on the other side of wholeness and so that program is three months um and that is the like all like very very intense deep dive but on the other side you'll be wholehearted um, walk in wholeness freedom all of those good things and be ready for a relationship so um because ultimately i do believe god is after kingdom marriages um but we have to be healthy the male has to be healthy the female has to be healthy before he can unite us and partner together to be one to build his kingdom so yeah that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing the three levels of working with you. And where can they find more information about that or um, sign up to work with you? Yeah, they can uh, go to amandafry.com. Uh, like you had said at the beginning of the, so amandafry.com, that's my website. You can also uh, email me, which is uh, breathoflife at amandafry.com. Or you can follow me if you just want to follow me on Instagram. Um, that is great too. I definitely uh, do some teaching and learning on Instagram as well. And that is Mandy Nicole. So Mandy with two Y's and then Nicole with three E's. Um, and you can follow me there and, and just, you know, learn more and see what, you know, I'm all about and Breath, Breath of Life is, is all about. Yeah, I love that. And I will have all her information in the show notes too. So for those who are like, how do you spell that? Or what do you, what did she say? <laughs> I got you. I got you, fam. It'll be in the show notes. And your Instagram stories, 
bring me so much joy. Um, I have connected with you very briefly and I, I love them. So what you're doing and the work that you're doing is so important. And I'm so honored that you are in this space to share with my audience what you do and just some tips, some tricks and your journey to hopefully inspire those who are listening, who are considering the entrepreneurship journey, who are maybe seeking a relationship coach and just, you know, to pick your brain. So thank you so much for joining today's episode. Yes, thank you, Nora. It was such a blessing to be on here and just to get to meet you and just see how God can use the both of us and bring us together. And so I just feel so blessed and so honored to truly be here. And I just hope you hear me and feel that because I really am just like so excited for this relationship and just to see where God takes the both of us. 100%. And one last final question for you that I want to ask is, if you could be remembered for one thing, what would that be? Oh man, coming with all the good questions. <laughs> I think if I could honestly be remembered for one thing, it would be would want to be remembered for just the love that I was able to give, um, the love of Jesus to those who God has placed along my path. Um, truly just remember for being a safe, a safe space for other people to come and just dwell and um, just not feel like they're alone, um, but feel like they are loved and seen and heard. And so I think if I could be remembered for one thing, that would be, that, that would be it. Well, that's how I'm going to remember you. So you got that 100%. And those listening, please give Amanda a follow. Check her out. She is amazing. She really is a light in this world. And I'm so honored to have met you, to have worked with you on this um, episode. And I'm excited for future opportunities together and to see your journey. So thank you again for joining today's episode. Be well, and we'll see you next week. Wait, wait, before you leave, I just want to thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I would really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with a loved one, colleague, classmate, whoever you'd like, because together we can help spread encouragement, education, and inspiration to help others live out their purpose-driven lives. Thank you again for tuning in this week, and until next week, be well.